right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up live show presented, as always, by our friends at High Noon. We are going to be doing some uh, block party check-ins with our guy, Neil Schuster. Hello, Neil. How are you? Good to be here. Long afternoon. Glad we got the grill working. Uh, we got You guys got some, some questions to answer, I think, a little later on. DJ Pie is here. Hello, Pie Man. Hey, guys. Happy to be with you. Happy Masters opening day. Uh, we're back, baby. We're back. Awesome day of golf. Awesome day of golf. I'm so excited. There's so much to talk about, so much to react to. We got some guests that are going to be flowing in. Uh, We got Kevin Van Valkenburg, who's been on site. He's going to be flowing in. I know he was following Phil a little bit today, but listen, it is here. You've heard us talk about it. You are looking at it on screen right now. It is the high noon tequila seltzer made with real Blanco tequila and real juice. I find, I don't know about you guys, I find my my go-to drink whenever I go to a restaurant or anywhere, I look for the best tequila drink. That's my baby. And so when I found out that they were coming out with a tequila seltzer, I could not wait to get my hands on them. We've got them here in Jack's. Uh, now you they, don't have to leave the house. I don't. I, I live way even closer to a Publix now. I think I'm probably 90 seconds away from stocking up on more high noon uh, tequila seltzers when I need to. It's available in four bright, crisp flavors. It's strawberry, lime, grapefruit, and I've got the passion fruit right here. I got the, I got the cooler with the ice uh, right behind me as well. For the, I'm fully stocked up for the night. 100 calories, gluten-free, no added sugar. Uh, they've already hit the shelves in a lot of places, and they're fully available nationwide by May 1st, just in time for summer. And you can look for High Noon on Drizzly or at your local convenience or liquor store or visit highnoonspirits.com to find it near you. Uh, I got a Drizzly drop-off, Zolly. And look for the green. It's Didn't realize that the tequila was a green label. That's how Topical you know. For, for the Masters. That's how you know. That's how you know. What's the biggest story of the day, Deej? John Rahm, I think. I mean, Dublin, Dublin, the first hole, battling back. He is who we thought he was. It's You can't sink this guy. They're calling <laughs> him the buoy out there, you know? And I, I don't know. I know that's kind of been the story for quite a while now. It's but cliche, I, though. Everyone's been saying that. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, that's that was an unbelievable round of golf. Neil, what's your biggest story of the day? Uh, Rahm spotting everybody two strokes and then... Going nine under on 17 holes is is tough to beat. I think Brooks, though, is probably if if Rom's one, I think Brooks is one A. Just somebody awakened the bully. The, the beast is back, uh, doing big things. Also, some stuff we got to talk about on 15, but we'll get there later. Um, but I think you know, I I kind of had uh, I thought Brooks was going to no show, and he kind of did the opposite. He was around all day, got got off to a hot start, and kept it rolling through the end. I got to say, uh, Brooks is probably my biggest story of the day. I, um, I'm excited to see it. There's a lot to unpack there. I'm curious, do you guys have, uh, what kind of caddying experience do you guys have in the Masters? Do you guys have any, between the two of you, any years of experience? In the, in the U.S. Masters? Yes, the U.S. Masters. No, no I've never caddied in the U.S. Masters. I've caddied, uh, some other stuff, some smaller events, but I don't think the Masters, I would have to check my schedule. Just, I don't just for DJ in the uh, BMW Charity Pro-Am, yeah. uh, where, where we, didn't, we didn't do all that, all that well, but... Oh. Let me, uh, if I, if if you'll allow me, why don't we bring in a, somebody that has, I believe, eighteen years of experience at caddying at Augusta National and the Masters. That is from NBC, now from NBC, uh, but I'd say best known for his caddying days, uh, Mr. John Wood. Welcome to the show, John. How are you? Thanks, Ollie. Thanks, you guys, for having me. Uh, what is your, what was your biggest story of the day? 
you know, my biggest story of the day is the depth of the studs on the on the leaderboard. You know, usually you get this rising to the top towards the end on Sunday, but gosh, you look at the top 20 and it is just littered with with studs. And the funny thing was today on a day when you really didn't need a whole lot of course knowledge because it was soft and not a lot of wind. Usually you get a few names up there. You're like, you're scratching your head at, but there's not a single name up there where you're going, that guy can't win this week. So uh, to me, it's the, the top 20 guys are all, you know, guys that wouldn't surprise you if they won. I think a dream, a dream major is when you look at like the, the seventh or eighth or ninth best story of the day. And, and it doesn't like even get your juices going, even though it's unbelievable. Like, oh yeah, an amateur went out and uh, he played <laughs> bogey free golf and, you know, he's in the top 10. Like that was cool. That, that was cool. But uh, yeah, we've got eight other things to go talk about. Here's my reaction to today, though. This is like the staggered start of the tour championship. It's, it's you know, like the tournament hasn't really even started yet. The conditions are going to be so different going forward that whatever happened today, I mean, it's a handicapped system for the remaining three days of the tournament. But, I mean, listen, we're going to talk Rory. Like, Rory's not out of it that far back because I think the conditions are going to change so drastically that, uh, I, I don't know, it just feels like there's a, a – it always feels like there's a ton of golf left at this point, and there always is, but it feels like even more right now because of what's about to come. I kind of want to change my top story of the day to Brooks, honestly. John, <laughs> you, you want to you talk about Brooks a little bit? What did, what did you see from him? What were you expecting coming in? You know, having the fact that he played well last week and he looks healthy is, is a huge, you know, it didn't wouldn't surprise me that he, that he played so well. Um, but he just looked in control from the, from the second the day started. There wasn't any apprehension. I think a lot of the live guys probably are coming into this week with a little extra pressure going, I have to, I have to perform not over for myself, but to show everybody that I can still play at this level. Um, because, you know, a lot of those guys, they've become a little irrelevant, to be honest with you. You don't see them week in, week out on tour. You don't really know how they're playing. So the fact that he's really the one that showed up and, and just played solid golf from start to finish um, very impressive. There's a lot of, uh, you know, obviously you've been around the masters for a long time and a lot of people made the comp of, you know, in the old days, you'd kind of, you wouldn't really see the European players very much. And then they'd show up at the masters and you didn't really know what to expect. And I kind of loved having that little bit of mystery. I mean, I know I obviously could watch the live stuff and I could follow it and it's just, you know, there's, there's only so much room for so many golf tournaments a week. But uh, I kind of love that. John, I'm curious if, if you've had any experiences like that in the Masters of just, man, I had no idea who that guy was and, and showed up and he just blew me away. That's a good question. Boy, I'd have to think about that a little bit. I'm sure there's been some guys over the years. Uh, I remember playing with Matsuyama, actually, fairly early on when he was playing in the Masters for the first time before he was obviously who he is now um, and being very impressed with every – his game seemed perfectly suited for Augusta. He hits it so high, hits his iron so straight. Um, so that was one guy that I remember playing with early on that I kind of went, wow, this, this guy is not, I, I had no idea who he was. Um, and, and he was really impressive early on. I I've, I've said this all along. I've, I try my absolute best to just follow my gut instincts as to where my rooting interests lie when it comes to watching live, watching PJ tour golf, watching anything. And I just, I can't, I, I'm a little drawn to the team aspect, but I can't really take anything else from live seriously. Man, I, I, I'm surprised by how into the Brooks thing I am. Yeah. I'm like ready for him to go out and beat the doors off people. I have no <laughs> – it's just two totally separate things. There's major championship golf and there's professional golf, and I really do think they're two separate things. And as much as all the live stuff has bothered me in so many ways as it relates to the week-in, week-out golf, we see the majors are separate, and it feels elevated. It feels bigger than I even thought it would feel. And I think a Brooks returning to glory kind of storyline, I'm, I'm here for all of that. I'm ready to ride that out. However, 
Some interesting stuff happened in the 15th fairway today. The John, I think you may have some something to add on this. You floated this out on Twitter. There's maybe a rules incident that's popping up. Bruce Kepska hits his second shot into 15. Uh, and, man, it sure looks like in the video that uh, as Ricky Elliott's walking away and Gary Wilden's caddy, sorry, I forget his name, is kind of walking in front. Brennan Little. Brennan Little sure looks like he is saying five a couple times to him, uh, directly at him with eye contact, if I may say. And uh, this was kind of looked into by a rules official, and they've ultimately determined no penalty on this. John, what's your reaction to this as a caddy? Yeah, I watched it as well, and I was uh, a little taken aback by it initially. Um, it surprised me. Uh, I love Ricky to death, one of my favorite guys out there in any capacity. Um, you know, and in those situations, when you see another caddy looking at you, I mean, there's a there's a way you kind of do things typically. There's a code. Dip, dip the dip the club down, kind of clean it off this way, and, and let him take a look. You know, you, I, I was shocked that Ricky mouthed it. Um, now I, I wasn't there. I don't know if there was somebody else he was mouthing it to. It just looked uh, it looked a little suspicious to me. And um, you know, they talked to him. So they talked to him after the round and cleared things up. Um, so it, it's tough. To, it's tough to not be in in that conversation, hear what everything has to say, and. Uh, have an opinion, but watching it on the air, it just, it looked a little suspicious to me. It's an, it's an interesting situation with this rule. Um, I've never seen it with between caddies, you know, like mm. as a, as somebody who got called for this in junior golf, my first junior <laughs> golf tournament of all time uh, for soliciting club advice on the second little different scenario, a little different scenario. <laughs> like club right? You just asked the guy what club he I, I've always had this rule is always in the back of my head, an early golf memory for me, but I've never seen the caddies, you know, I, I never even really thought that, oh, the caddies can't do it either. So I wonder after the round if they asked the players, did they ask the caddies as well? And, John, I'm curious, like, what is that conversation like for a caddy and a player? Like, is that a fireball offense right there? Like, if, if he's like, yep, you know what, I did it. Uh, in that case, I would say no, to be honest with you, those two have such a great relationship. But if, if you were early on or uh, in a relationship uh, working for a guy or if it was just kind of a business, you know, arrangement completely. Yeah, I think it would be fireable. But those guys are so tight. They're such great friends. Uh, even had it been a penalty, I don't think it would have been a fireable offense. Um, but like, like I said, it's just it's one of those things you just if someone wants to know. You, you, you step away from the bag, you let them look, you, you hold the club down. There's ways to do it without, you know, mouthing the club. And um, so it was just a, it looked odd to me on television. Yeah. Tell me, I will say one other thing. I do think just flat out this rule, like whether it was broken or not here, I think the uh, punishment outweighs the crime a little bit. A two stroke penalty feels, it's always felt a little excessive to me for that situation. Do you guys agree with that or disagree? I don't. I mean, it's kind of like if it's only, you know, if it's only one shot, it's almost maybe potentially at times worth trying to get away with, right? It's it's a guarding against like, hey, don't do this. Like, there's no room in the game for this at, at all. Sure. And um, I don't know. Not the biggest storyline, but man, it's just, the video's tough. It really is tough. It, uh, I, I, I usually, I usually leave TC to get really worked up about the rule stuff. And this has nothing to do with, with live or anything. It's just like, dude, man, that, that, that was a really tough scene. And Morikow had a tough looking scene today as well, which we can talk about, but ended up not being a big deal. But John, I'm curious while we have your time here, flipping over this golf course is tomorrow. I believe the afternoon is going to be 46 degrees plus rain at 7,500 yards. What, what, like, I think we know it's going to, help the longer hitters, I think, but tell us what's about to happen to Augusta national. 
honestly, we have no idea what's going to happen in the next two days. That's what's so bizarre. You can't prepare for anything. I mean, these guys that played this morning, they might not hit a shot for 48 hours or more. I mean, if this weather comes in hard tomorrow, stays till Saturday for a little bit, these guys who play in the afternoon will have to play 18 and then, um, you know, get their have to get their full 18 in and then the next wave will start. Who knows when that's going to be? On paper, yeah, I would say it definitely favors the big hitters, um, the guys who can carry it a long way. But I th also think it takes away that um, course knowledge factor a lot, uh, if only because it's softer. Balls land and they stop. That course course knowledge is huge when it's firm and fast. I can't miss it here because you can't get that ball up and down. You can't two-putt from there. When the greens are slower and they're softer, conditions are softer, those things tend to go away. And you kind of just fire at flags and, and – um, uh, it just becomes a, a, a harder test physically just because it's cold. The ball's not going as far. But if you execute, there's no real there's nothing really to figure out. It's going to do where you, you it's going to land where you where you hit it and it's going to stop. So uh, I don't know what the wind forecast is. So that's going to have a lot more to say about it. But if it lays down and it's just soft and cold, it's just I think it, it plays into the long hitters. You've uh, you've obviously been out there a million times, and I think everybody loves to talk, you know, sub air, sub air, sub air, and how how much control Augusta has of the golf course. Can you, either from personal experience or or just generally, like what, how much control do they have? How much is the golf course going to change? How much is it going to stay the same? What what's what's that going to kind of be like? I think they have a lot of control over the greens. I mean, they can turn on that sub air and the and just get all the moisture out in a heartbeat. Uh, but I don't think they'll do that because if the course is playing so long because it's going to be soft and wet. Um, and all of a sudden you take all that moisture out and make them firm and fast. And guys are hitting long irons into these holes. They're not going to be able to stop them. And if you land a yard short of the green, it just stops. So will they bring some of the moisture out of the greens? Yes. But I don't think they'll get them to that point, like a normal sunny hot week where they get firm and fast. Um, the course drains incredibly well. I don't ever remember seeing, you know, puddles or water collect um, in the fairways, but that doesn't mean that the ball won't be stopping and, um, you know, collecting mud on some of the balls. So um, you just, it's one of those things you have no idea what's going to happen the next three rounds. I, 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 that's a, this is going to be a horrible follow-up question to that. Cause you literally just said there's, we have no idea what's going to happen in the next few rounds, but I just, I, I was, I was floating this question of, uh, you know, God asked this question. Like, is a Monday finish possible at the masters? Like, I think the last time it happened was 1983 by my count. I think golf Digest really? had an article to, that's I think correct. so. Yes. I looked that up yeah. this morning. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I was wondering about that too. If it happened in my, it has not happened in my lifetime, which is wild. But it yeah. also looks like not thunderstorms, I don't think. So it's just rain. And if they can play it, they're going to play it, I think, right? I mean, what if you're handicapping right now Who in, in the draw as well, is there anyone that any any draw that you think might have it better? Um, I, I feel like the guys that just got off the golf course will have it better. I do too, because yeah. I think there's a chance they're going to play some golf tomorrow. Um, you know, the guys that finished this morning, like I said, they might not hit a shot tomorrow on the golf course. I'm not, having a whole day off during a major is – you know, it's a pain. Not only that, but all of a sudden you got to play catch up the next two days. You got a lot more golf to play in a shorter amount of time, which brings a lot of fatigue in. But I, I agree with you. The guys that finished this afternoon, I my, my first instinct is they'll have they'll have a little advantage. God, we're gonna have so much to talk about. We got we're gonna talk about who's a mutter, who's not, Earth matter, or, you know, things of <laughs> organic that nature. Matter. Organic right? matter, organic, yeah. organic yeah. matter, not Thank mud you. balls. No mud balls. All right, there will be no mud balls mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> what what's your reaction to watching the 13th hole today the new tee on 13 
I thought it was great. I did too. I mean, I thought it was great. I, I mean, I think uh, it showed that if you still, if you took on that tee shot, you could still get, you know, five, six, seven iron in your hand. Um, but you had to hit a great tee shot. It wasn't the, 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 before you stood up there and a lot of the guys, they were just taking it so high over the corner or aiming at the corner trees and hitting as far and turning it over um, and getting nine irons in their hand. And, and I didn't, I didn't really like that. I think it's perfect where they have it now. Um, where you have to hit a great tee shot and you're rewarded for it. So I, I thought it were, I, for the first day, I thought it yeah. was great. Day one. Great. I'm nervous about how it's going to play the rest of the tournament. If it's, you know, if it is as soft and wet and cold as it is, and if it's going to turn into layup central, but I thought the whole golf course today played pretty close to perfect. Some fun. Yeah, mix my of, understanding Solly is that it, whole, that new tee is one big long tee. So they have the opportunity to go back, but they can still move it to right where it was before. If it be, gets really cold and wet and into the wind, they can still move it back up to where it played before. So I think they have a lot of, uh, a lot of different opportunities to put it in different spots there. I don't, Which we, I don't, I don't think know. so that it's, it's eight yards higher actually. And it, I don't think that thing is fully extended. All the images I've seen have looked like they may be able to go to the front of the box and that might be less than five forty-five, but uh, I, I don't think they can. That was kind of a point we were making earlier in the week of like, dude, they're, they've, they've limited their flexibility on these holes, which they did with 15 last year is what we saw as well. I, I talked to a couple of buddies and they said they could still move it up to a place where it was similar. So maybe I'm, I'm totally off on it. I don't know. Your buddies probably are better than yeah. just me watching it on, on, you on never a stream, know. but yeah. They were, they were texting me from the practice round. So I don't, I don't uh, the, that was the uh, nicest way to put me down as possible. <laughs> yeah. No, so I, was, I was just anything, talking to uh, Go ahead. anything changed, you know, for you personally, now that you're, you're a broadcaster, now that you're out there in, in kind of a different perspective, anything changed about how you watch golf? Um, I don't watch a lot of it, to be honest with you. Um, I'll, uh, this week, um, the majors, uh, but, but normal events, I probably don't watch a whole heck of a lot of it. Um, and I, I don't know that I did when I was caddying either. So, but, but watching now I tend to, um, uh, probably a lot more crit uh, crit critics eye instead of watching and, and thinking of it as a caddy. Um, I think a lot more about, about, um, how shots should be played and how they're talked about afterwards and before. So um, a little bit more of a critic's eye, probably. What uh, John, I got a couple inside caddy questions for you. Go for um, it. What, what is, what do you think of in your 18 years out there, the hardest hole out there is. It depends a lot on conditions and, and wind direction. Um, but I, God, one is, one is so underratedly difficult. Um, it, it's a hard drive. You don't want to you visually, you don't want to go in that right bunker, but that right bunker is not that bad because you, you can get it over that lip and get it to the green. Um, you can go through on the left so easily that green is one of the most complicated on the course. There's really no great misses to it. Um, but I think a lot of it depends on conditions. One, five, uh, 11. Um, you know, it, it, like I said, uh, it goes day to day on wind conditions and pin and hole location. But I, I would say one, five, 11 are the ones that come to my head of me initially. And second question, uh, we were getting word from our boots on the ground KVV that it was, it was hot and steamy out there today. Uh, as a caddy, what are you doing under the coverall? How are you staying cool under the, uh, under the caddy gear? What, what's, what's the and, secret and, there? And how warm are they? They look very thick. They look They're very they're very thick. They are burlap like, um, but, uh, you know, it was always a gym shorts and t-shirts kind of week for me. I was, um, 
I, I would say some of the guys go a little more risque, which I, I won't get too more de- <laughs> too detailed on that. But just uh, a t-shirt, nothing on yeah, the bottom. <laughs> for me, it was always just uh, gym shorts and, and a t-shirt every day. But uh, they are hot on those warm days. It, it they are exceptionally hot. Uh, before we do run you, I just pulled up an image of uh, of the thirteenth tee. They're, they cannot move that up. But for all the people in the comments saying okay. you're dunking on me, I, I, I'm gonna you. I'm gonna take the W on this one. I'm not taking the L on this one. So <laughs> I'm trusting you. See, uh, I, can you see that on the screen? Yeah, I don't see where they could go up too far if they get uh, no, some not adverse too much conditions. farther. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think before before you get out of here, we got to just cliche favorite favorite memory of caddying in the Masters. I mean, obviously you were with Kucher for a bunch of great years. I'm sure was was awesome. But anything else come to mind? Oh man, Cooch made hole one on sixteen one year. That was probably, and he was he was playing well at the time, so that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, but but Augusta, honestly, it was the only tournament all year long where you don't want to leave. You know, you're just there. You get there, you're so excited to be there, and then all of a sudden it's Thursday, and then all of a sudden it's Sunday, and you're walking out. And I just remember being so sad every year, having to walk away going, I don't get to come back here for another year. Um, and it was, it's just, it's a, it's the only course there's other tournaments I love, but that's the only course that is, I've, I've just feel like I've had a love affair with just getting there. Everything about the place is perfect. The members are so nice to you. They do such a great job for the caddies that, um, you know, before it became popular to treat caddies. Well, Augusta did that years and years and years and years ago. So, um, a lot of a lot of great memories there i guess on that on that note i just have a vivid vivid memory of kuchar on 15 with either with the lead or or with a chance to make birdie for the lead what does anything change and how does it change you know caddying down the stretch in the hunt how does the game plan change how does the aggression change all, all of that stuff yeah i mean how many chances do you get to win the master so you don't you do it's the one place you do change a lot depending on where you are coming down the stretch if you're four or five shots back you know you've got some gamble opportunities uh funnily enough my first ever masters was with uh, mark calcovecchia and i think in 2000 2000 i believe he was having, having a rotation of guys and um he called me to work the masters for him. And I'll never forget. It's my first one. And we are literally standing on the 13th tee on Sunday, one shot back at tiger. And you know, he's playing behind us and I'm thinking it's my first masters. And all of a sudden, Hey, Calc might win this thing. And we had a long wait back there and he kind of sniped a three wood and that kind of ended our hopes and ended up finishing fourth or something like that. But, um, yeah, yeah, that's that's a place where it's not like a U.S. open or a PGA where you just kind of, okay, I'm in, I'm in the lead. Hang on. It's, you can be five back with five to play and think I got a good chance here still. So uh, yeah, that, that aggression at Augusta changes a lot. All right. Well, before I know Saul is going to, going to get you out of here, but we got to have it. Who, who, anybody we should be watching who, who you got, you got to make a pick for us. You know, I, 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 he broke my heart a little bit today as he did others, but I, I liked McElroy coming into the week, but with that great scoring today, he, he only could pull out an even par, which was disappointing. Um, if I had to pick one guy right now, I'm going with Cameron Young. I love it. Love that. Love that. Can't wait to discuss Cam Young. I, He's here to stay. But John, you're welcome at the at the Rory Block Party. I appreciate Anytime. that. Listen, All we're right. gonna fire up the grill tomorrow. We'll be out there. We'll be in the park. If you, I if love you it. know where to find us. I love it. Park by the elementary school. It's getting full. <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, Woody, thanks so much for joining us. Best of luck thanks, uh, the rest of the week and enjoy the uh, watching the Masters. Thank you. You guys too. Thanks All right. a lot. Hey, Bye-bye. All right. Uh, next, our next partner is Athletic Greens. I don't know about if you guys have gotten your shipments, but I am taking AG1 by Athletic Greens. I'm taking it every day. I, I gave it a try. 
I gave AG1 a try because I'd heard some great things about it. I wanted an energy boost from something other than coffee. I was a little, I was a little suspect of it. I was like, is this really going to give me an energy boost? Can confirm. I'm running up and down the house. I'm wearing shoes in the house. It keeps me active. I don't know if I can credit AG1 with that or not, but I take it every morning. Gets me moving in the mornings. I'm not really a morning person, but I love starting my day with something healthy. It makes me feel like I can cheat the rest of the day. Again, that's not a promise that AG1 is making for you. That is my editorializing this one. AG1 is much more than a greens powder. It is all of your key health products in one. It's got 75 high-quality ingredients uh, that gives me all my daily nutrients and long-term gut health support. If you guys ever want to go down a, a wormhole, gut health, that's a really that's, that's hot in these streets right now. So. You can learn more all about that, of course, on the Athletic Greens website. It costs less than $3 a day. It is a comprehensive solution uh, of what you need from your supplement routine. Then give Athletic Greens a, uh, a try, and they'll give you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash NLU. That's athleticgreens.com slash NLU, and check it out. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. Uh yeah, I'm amped about Cam Young. That was a that was he, he was early enough in the day that we kind of have forgotten that sneaky little five under round uh, as well. It was well. a statement, man. It was so it was so boring. <laughs> it was so routine, and that's what's impressive about it. As as second masters, and it just looked really normal what he was doing. Um, got off to a hot start. And uh, kind of let off the gas in the middle of the round, but then finished strong with birdies on 15 and 16. So I was really impressed with his round. Do you guys get, you know, I, I saw it, the, the viewers would not have seen this, but when when Woody mentioned Cam Young, Cody, Cody was double fist pumping, almost <laughs> almost fell out of his chair. So excited to hear the name Cam Young. Uh, I've heard some reasons from him earlier today on why Cam just absolutely does it for him. Do you guys feel the same way? Do you get super jacked up about Cam Young and, and why or why not? In a different way. Personally, he like I get jacked up about Spieth and Rory because it's more relatable and it's you know up and down and they're kind of give, letting you in on the emotional side of golf. And, and uh, with Cam Young, it's more like how I view other – when I watch other sports, like when I watch the NBA, it's like, man, this guy's just like super duper talented. It's almost like watching a guy jump out of the gym. You're like, man, he's hitting like 188 ball speed, and it looks like he's taking a practice swing. Find the driver and, 160 feet in the air. Dude, that was the yeah, same as the players. It, and I think that's more just like talent, like shocked by the talent, right? Of like, yo, you, that, you were born with that, and you're leveraging your potential. Like, I'm, that's fun to watch as well, even if he doesn't get, let me in with the, you know, the, the roller coaster ride that I, you know, tend to watch. That's the kind of golf I like to watch, but I really appreciate what I'm seeing from Cam Young. I, I think that's good in the game of golf. I swear it was watching him a little bit at the players in person gave me a whole different, like, oh, shit. Like, that's, now that I've seen that shot shape in person, now when I watch it on TV, I remember what that looked like in person, and I'm more in awe of it, right? Like, it doesn't always jump, like, 155 feet in the air, which is where his opening tee shot went today. Like, it doesn't really mean a whole lot unless I think back to the tee shot I watched him hit on 15 at TPC Sawgrass. I was like, holy shit, man. I watch a lot of pro golf, and I do not see dudes launch it that high, and that's why... I, I'm kind of starting with him more than I am the three guys in the lead just because if this does become a carry distance contest, like I, that dude has it, right? And I don't know. It, it seems like that kind of – we talked about in the preview too of like, you know, the, the, the guys that aren't as sharp at the putter can get away with a little bit more at Augusta National. I think people, people have seen Ben uh, hoteling on our team play a little bit of golf on our YouTube channel and probably know that he fucking nukes the ball, right? And, and Ben is so psyched to hit 95 feet. 
in, in the air with the <laughs> it's driver. Like, but it's at low, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's it's you know, 155, 160 feet is is insane. I, I said something on Slack to you guys. I don't disagree with any of this. To me, I, I totally respect the talent, but it's I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just watching pro sports to try to connect with something a little a little more emotional, I guess. But to me, he's like watching a, a unbelievable third baseman that just plays for somebody else's team. I'm just like, oh man, <laughs> Alex Bregman, which is a hell of a player. Man, you guys are lucky to have him. Cool, awesome. Awesome. Wade Boggs. That guy plays the game the right way. But it's never going to be like, oh my God, we got to go get tickets to watch Bregman. This is going to be insane. That's fair. Unless you live in Houston. You know? I do like some comments rolling in that that Cam is what, you know, he might be Treadstone. He might, he might be, be the he, he might be the uh, the asset. I, I would say his kill rate's not very great so far. Well, has, listen, he's, really, in, he's uh, in the training program. Across the finish line. He's but, in the tra- you know. but he, he's got potential. I mean, For he's sure. he's been. It sounds like he's been activated, which is which is good stuff. We, he's what Cantlay should have been. That's why the comments I'm seeing. Why don't we go to our guy on the ground? He is uh, in the Augusta National uh, Press building right now. He has got a better b- background than I think all of us actually have now. Mr. Kevin Van Valkenburg is on site for us at the Masters. KVV, how are you this evening? Hello, lads. It's nice to be here. I bet when you were like tweeting stupid shit in college, you never thought you'd be broadcasting live from inside the Masters. I definitely didn't. I didn't think I that a year ago either. So it was, <laughs> all is coming from inside the house. house. Got, How's the Wi-Fi, KVV? It's pretty good. I got to <laughs> think that, that uh, you I'm know, stunned. a lot of infrastructure has been uh, improved here. So, uh, yeah, I think probably better than it's been in my uh, in my house, but get a lot of... Uh, you know, some comments about the Wi-Fi at the, the terrible Airbnb that, that I have. So this should be improved. What did uh, what did you do today? What did you see? And uh, what's your, your top story of the day? I decided that it would be fun uh, to follow around Phil Mickelson and basically float among the gallery and just listen to what people have to say. I feel like sometimes <laughs> golf media can be a little bit of a bubble. And so I wanted to get uh, some boots on the ground and take the temperature of the people. And, uh, yeah, it was, I think pretty entertaining it was a lot of uh funny comments a lot of you know a few cruel comments a lot of support um and also truly got to see phil mickelson play a quintessential phil mickelson round uh you know hit two drivers off the deck including one from the pine straw uh way right of number two i heard tron calling it the allegiant counter over there uh, uh, delta counters left allegiant Allegiant counters right I was right there when he just ripped driver low through the trees. The ball flew all the way over to the other side, ran down a cart path. Then he hit an unbelievable pitch to about four feet and made a birdie. And it was like, he's back. He's truly back. Uh, I watched him hit an unbelievable driver off the deck at eight. Uh, I think you might have seen that. What a shot. That was unreal. God. He he called, you know, that was like, I asked him, how did that feel? And he was like, oh, that was salty. That was truly (laughs) salty. And I'll tell you what, guys. Phil has been very that's like, because it looks like he hasn't had salt in about yes. six weeks. But <laughs> uh, we'll get to Low that too. MSG diet. Phil has been very muted, very sort of like he's attending a funeral all week. And over the course of the round, he started to sort of I think feel a little bit alive again. And then after the round, he started he was still like he's a little bit wary of of engaging with the media the way he once did. And then I was like, Phil, like, what's going on with your weight? Like you've lost a ton of weight. Like, why are you so skinny? You know, it, you look, you know, pretty good. And he was like, Oh, thank you. Like, uh, and he, he his face kind of lit up and he was like, well, Thanks, I basically man. just stopped eating food. And it was like the old Phil of like trying to explain things was back. And honestly, you know, like Phil's obviously done and said some things that I, you know, don't agree with, but you know what? 
I've always enjoyed the sort of uh, back and forth with Phil in general, and it was just fun to see a little bit of light in his eyes uh, again and just see him kind of having fun. His wife was there for the first time in like two years, uh, so they were kind of hugging after the round. Um, he, It was just like kind of, you know, if you, if you put all the live stuff aside, which some people are able to do, uh, it was kind of fun to watch Phil again and sort of see him engage in the way that he once did. Mm. How many thumbs up did you see? (laughs) You know what, Neil? That's a great question because the very beginning, very few thumbs up. Very, like, it used to be that if you said something, hey, go Phil, you would get a thumbs up no matter what. Walking down the fairway, he'd probably, he'd give 10 thumbs up a whole, you know, on a bad day. And today, you might, it might have gotten maybe one every two or three holes, maybe. But by the end of the round, (laughs) he was like, fist bumping he was like you know putting out the thumbs he was he was basically being you know richard nixon on the 18th grade it was i really felt uh i don't know if it good for phil but it was just like it was a different phil than what we saw when he was apparently like sulking his way through the champions dinner uh not talking to anyone he was he was back kind of feeling alive again it, it's kind of. It feels like th- this tournament feels a little bit like someone that you've had a enormous blow up fight with, and I'm talking about the live dudes. But like, you got some major shit you need to work through. It's going to take a lot of time. But it's like, hey, can we just pause that for like a week and like let's just hang we, out, we fight about, man. Let's, let's, let's just have a little about? bit. Like we'll deal with all that later. But like, let's have fun. Let's remember like what made our friendship really good or our relationship really good. Let's embrace that this week. We'll worry about that on Monday. Like we'll worry about that next week. That's what it feels like watching a lot of these live dudes that have done some shit the ones that haven't really done shit i are very easy to to root for and still kind of you know pay attention to in this tournament phil's done some shit uh mickelson et al is the name of the lawsuit like i think he's done some dirt i think he's he drafted the uh the bylaws for this league like he's an instigator of all this yet at the same time like dude i didn't want to see him go shoot 78 today i wanted to see what we saw today which is him go double birdie birdie bogey birdie bogey on the back nine uh and and finish with a 71 it was awesome just, I mean, the eleven twelve exchange saw was like a perfect, like quintessential Mickelson. He just, you know, hits a drive right in the middle of eleven fairway, completely wipes an iron like right in the middle of the pond, makes double, you know, on on eleven, and then comes back on twelve on twelve and just, uh, you know, to six feet behind the pin. You're like, yep, that's the dude. Like that's kind of how he's always been. And he was, I don't know, he was just sort of fun uh, afterwards. I, I think as the day went on. You heard a lot more people like cheering for him and getting excited. And I think he could sort of feel that a little bit. At the beginning of the day, people were kind of, you know, there was some comments like people making fun of him a little bit. Live wants their money back, you know, and, and that's, and Augusta, that's a sort of a, a dicey thing to be yelling. I heard one guy be like, you don't yell at live players. They were very serious about that. I don't know mm-hmm. if they were like saying that at the front gate or whatever, but uh, there was a little bit of concern that you could, you know, get booted if you were too mean to some of the live players. But by the end, it was like, oh, Schofield, I love you, Phil. I was gonna say I was surprised walking the U.S. Open last year. Right as all that was going on, I was like, "Oh, temperature of the room is just a little different out here than it was maybe about how the the media was reacting to this." But uh, I think it's also a good reminder that like most people are not on Twitter for seventy five hours a week. Yes, right, just following following all of this stuff and kind of just constantly injecting themselves with all the drama and. Most of the people are just like, what? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, no, I think he's playing in that other league or something. I don't, I don't know. It was like, oh, yeah, good shot, Phil. <laughs> Man, he looks really skinny, though. <laughs> yeah, huh. right. Yeah. Yes, but it, uh, it's funny, even as someone who does follow it for 75 hours a week, it was funny, like, watching that shot on eight. It's like, oh, fuck yeah, man. Come on. Let's, let's go. We, yes. we got to make that. Let's go. Truly it was just amazing. I was scene. kind of ashamed yeah. at how, how quickly I was 
I was back in. Which it was is- funny to hear him like talk about that shot, DJ. It was like quintessential old Phil. He's like, okay, so because I was like, well, how did you hit that shot? That's hard like, of a shot. All right, listen, Kevin. <laughs> he was like, got into crouch and he was like, so I came out, I hit like 10 shots. Come last over here. Week you guys there. are going to want to hear this. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Tony, get over here. You guys want to hear this. Yeah, and I, I, you know, if I go way left there, I'm, I'm definitely making double. But if I go, you know, way right, like I'm, I'm just in much trouble. And it's just, it's really important to sort of stay down on that. But it was like, it was fun. It reminded me of like when he was talking about hitting the wedge off a cart path. Like, you know, it goes 15% further. So you have to take that into account. I was like, all right, this is a guy that sort of entertained me for a long time, man. <laughs> He's the best. What uh, on a non-fill note? What's your uh, what's your reaction? I don't, I don't know about what else you got to see today, but your reaction to what we see kind of near the top of the leaderboard. Uh, I did see the cat for a little bit. Uh, he looked kind of not great early. Um, he's just kind of there. He is just kind of there. Uh, you know, I had much bigger gallery than Phil. Uh, they kind of passed each other at one point where uh, you know Phil was going up one and Tiger was going going down nine, but. I don't know. I mean, I'd say I watched a little bit of Rory. Uh, that was. Can we do Rory now? Let's do Rory now. That's that. Yeah, might as well. Do you, Neil, as the leader and the organizer of the block party, I'll, I'll, you can, I'll let you have the first word. You know, this was if he had missed that putt on eighteen, it would have been. Uh, I think Nance or Immelman said it five consecutive first rounds at Augusta on uh, over par. He did. He did you make that putt. You don't want so that. he was even par, which so is better, listen. That's a step in the right direction, mm-hmm. and I thought that was a big, big putt. The uh, bogey on seventeen was was a, a you know a Houdini punch to the stomach. We hate seeing that, but I, I actually thought that Rug, uh, Rory dug it out of the dirt a little bit today. I feel like in years past, this round is two over, and he is just moping around. And you know, I didn't get any bad body language out of him for the most part. I mean, obviously he was living and dying on every putt. And I think Dottie was talking about it too. I I watched almost every shot he hit, you know, going through the, you know, masters.com. If they weren't showing him, I was watching him on replay and he wasn't really off. Like he hit a couple squirrely drives, but for the most part, it was just like, man, he missed his spot by a couple feet. Like I think on seven rolls down to the right. It's like, dang man, like they, they, it, it wasn't bad golf. Like it has been in the past. It was just, a, a, a little off and so that makes me feel a little encouraged because i do think that a, a soppy golf course is a good thing for rory so i'm not counting him out even seven back i think he could make some noise still so we are taking receipts we're taking receipts i've got the biker gang from peoria coming in to help me with crowd control and security all right and you know there are some people that won't be welcome back into the block party i'll tell you just that right order now. more kegs neil just order more kegs we'll, we'll figure out drink them one way or another and, and i i will say just as long as we're on the topic i wasn't wild about solly standing over our shoulder at the grill all day just you know oh you guys are you really shouldn't be eating all those burgers you know there's a lot of cholesterol in those burgers i don't i don't know you guys are looking You're at these burning them. It looks like it's gonna looks like it's gonna rain i don't know i don't no, know we didn't have any propane here? you were Should overcooking we, the burgers the no we didn't have any park. propane are we allowed to be here just and then somebody out. brought a charcoal grill over and we couldn't get the charcoal to light, so we had to go dump lighter fluid on it. Well, that didn't make them taste great. So, listen, yes. we just we got off to a, a, a little rocky start. Every shot Rory hits, Solly's in the slack. Shut oh, he's up. playing way too close to the water there. Oh, he needs to make that one. I can't believe he missed that. It's just that's, you're, that's you're not true. It's not true. Down the whole mood. It's not. Listen. And then the, no, got, no, I want to work here. No, no. We got Tron on Twitter and trying to incite violence. <laughs> you know, he's sending out misinformation saying that there's a riot going on at the that was a party. doctored video that he sent out. Yeah, he's that was from last. <laughs> Last year's that was last year's footage. Things got out of hand last year. All right. 
listen, I, there's a, there's a certain look that Rory has. I, I call it like his hopeful look. Like when he watches a ball in the air, just like hoping something really good happens. And it's very different from like his alpha golf look. And I, as of like the fourth hole today, there, that's which the one look, is this that we're seeing? That's the look here. right there. That's just like <laughs> by the fourth the hole today, one. I was like, dude, that's not Alpha Rory. Like this is behind the eight ball, Rory. Like think about that think was... back to last Sunday or Sunday of last year's Masters. Like that was sprinting through the finish line, Rory. And that's like kind of my thing. Why I get so like watered down leading into these things is like, dude, how can you like wait another year for this and and possibly come out with anything less than uh you know you know how, how can you come out with the same energy level you can't like he talks about that all the time i'd love to play that free and like dude that's just not how last tea time of the day uh, or second to last tea time whatever he was that's just not how it works like it's just not and that, that, that was so a solid. this was a letdown of a day like I, i'm not gonna let you get away with that this is a letdown of a day big time even par his winning percentage dropped greatly today his odds have dropped greatly today this was not a good day this golf course was there for him and i'm a little heartbroken by it i'm here for the emotional I know, but part I of this feel like I, i'm gonna rebuttal there there that look is in between the old mopey rory like that's like um that was making room for wow rory there Deej. just kind of like huh what happened there? It wasn't getting down on myself, Rory. And and he was squirrely on the front nine off the tee. And then I feel like he found something on the back. And and he was, I mean, he had some really good play on the back nine. Needed a good, a good drive on 17. 17 was brutal. That was such a, a buzzkill. But, like, some good golf there, uh, The like, three, four holes preceding that. 13 also a buzzkill. We can't do that on the par fives. We can't do that. Yeah. Do you feel I, good I, about going into the mutter situation here with Rory? I know soft and wet's good, but like, are muddy conditions, are rainy conditions, and raincoats good for Rory? I don't know the answer to that, but do you guys feel I, good about? I it? I think they are. Yes, I I, I think that uh, I in some ways I kind of want this to be the way it happens. Rory coming back from seven. Instead of going racing out in front, it's like, no, man, like, let's get Dude. something historic. No, here. I'll just this take it sick. anyway. It, it, we I'll always get this from comes, behind, man. though. All right? We get this, this every is, year. I am, I am not bailing on my guy yet. That's true. What I'm a treat it's going to be to watch him come from behind. For <laughs> That's going to be awesome. Uh, no, I, I saw you said it earlier, and you alluded to it in the question. Like, I, I don't think we can overstate how uh, – like rare of a masters this is going to be like I, I think this is going to be extremely unique masters and so i know there's a ton of stats about you got to be in the top 10 and you can't be this far back and blah 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 i think it's going to be like 46 and rainy and windy is like fairly unprecedented stuff or at least we haven't seen it for you know a decade so it's it's the kind yeah, of thing weird that stuff this that, is where weird I mean. stuff could happen so that's why i'm i'm not like i'm not totally out of hope yet but yes was this how we wanted the block party to get started absolutely not absolutely not, absolutely not. no but we'll be there tomorrow yeah we'll, we'll be there. out yep if all else or he could carry the cat between shots maybe you know just uh, Hold on. On you know back. actually i sent the uh i sent cody i sent you a couple pictures you know we had the, the picture of what it looked like today um i'll let him get it up and listen Everybody was sitting down. That's the problem, yeah. right? Kid, yeah. We had a few a too many kids going. there. Some it's people brought seance. some bongos, but it wasn't really like because the grill wasn't working properly. Everybody was kind of at least the butcher came by with the charcuterie plate. Yeah, he came by with a nice C plate after he got off work. Uh, so that was and, good. And a busy day for him too. We you know we haven't really even talked about it that much, but um, so we kind of made do. But I want yeah. people on their feet tomorrow, uh, in and and the crowds to get a little bit more revved up. So that that's what we're looking for tomorrow. Is it is it safe to say that we are one sixteenth of the way to uh, John Rahm winning the Grand Slam? Oh, that's mm. that's interesting. 
Uh, I don't. I don't hate that. I think uh, KVV. I think you got to. You got to jump. Someone. I, I got to jump. Make sure you're talking. Commissioner about needs your room. Young Hove. I mean, I feel like Young Hove had a really great round today. Had a lot of good comments about the chipping. So I think that'll be a, a good topic for you guys to bounce to next. But uh, yeah, I'll be out. Uh, Gonna pound out this Phil article and uh, and we'll hopefully have it up this evening. So, we'll, I'll be out tomorrow. If if you got any suggestions about how I should spend my day tomorrow, you know, drop them drop them in on me because uh, it's such a playground out here. There's so much fun, so many things to see. That's a room for choose. activities out there. Uh, last thing update. for you, KVV. Oh, yeah. What was food food situation? Uh, breakfast, lunch. What you what you go with? I had a breakfast burrito here for lunch. I think uh, it's National Burrito Day. I saw. I didn't it love it. I gotta say, it was not. Uh, they needed to bring in some. Some real, uh, you know. There goes your know how to make burritos. There goes your chance at the lottery, buddy. Sorry, yeah. you had a good, good gonna, shot. They're going to really take care. I did of have a chicken there. salad sandwich at one point during the day when I was walking around, but that was it. I was kind of, yeah, it was a run and go kind of day. All right, buddy, we'll let you bounce. Thank you for for popping in here. Um, yeah, back to Rom spots the spots the field two shots by four putting the first green uh, then goes on to birdie two birdie three birdie seven eagle eight uh birdie on 13 birdie on 15 birdie on 16 birdie on 18 to wrap the day at seven under par losing strokes putting to the field seven under 65 john rom did you hear his his comments uh after the round it it, it honestly almost it, it reminded me weirdly of you neil we're just like yeah tell me about that four putt I mean, I hit good putts. Uh, you know, yeah. that was <laughs> no, no. He, he, he I don't know what to do differently. Like, how, did, how did that happen? Well, I missed the first one. I missed the second one. I missed the third one. I made the fourth one. It happens. I, mean, I, man. I rolled it. I rolled it. How I was trying. You know, just missed. Um, it looks, it looks, it looks like a, a force to be dealt with. It looked like the ROM from the West Coast swing. I kind of had cooled on him naturally after Florida was uh, driver some driver issues, but man, that that looked like the dude again. And um, yeah. Very well positioned, obviously. What's all right? Let's get to to Hovland. The shirt, obviously, first. Where what are we? What are we voting on the shirt? Obviously, oof. oof. Levels were, were high. Uh, I'm in on the shirt. You can come listen, at me if you want. I, I think it's sweet. I think Deej, I'm 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 appreciate that they went with the so bad it's good route. Like normally, it's fifth grade picture day. Yeah, with, with which is it get worse? Know, it gets worse for Hovland this week, just to warn people. <laughs> yeah, and that's this was this was a, a avant garde. This was outside of picture day, so I'll I'll give him credit for that. I this is really a photographer's like, nightmare. Candidly, this this shirt, I can't believe you're rolling in with this thing. How am I supposed to? Well, think this? about this. Think about how the stones it takes to go out, shoot seven under the first time you've ever played with the cat at Augusta, <laughs> and you're wearing this fucking shirt? It was like, the was biggest, serious. Shirt. the biggest layup for one of my favorite tweets ever. The I wish I wasn't wearing this fucking shirt. I couldn't believe that no one had gotten that one today. I've been using that one for seven years. I thought that was a layup. God. it's You know what's interesting about shirts like this is it, it a bit harkens back, right, to, you know, the, um, like, shirts from the early 90s and and stuff like that, which I, I'm sure is kind of the the intention. But it's almost done with like a wink, right? Like it's almost like you're saying it's a, it's a little self aware, a little ironic. I don't think those shirts ever were, were they? Like I think those shirts were always just like, dude, this is fucking sick. <laughs> and that's well, a, that's a weird disconnect I was thinking about today. I appreciate it. At least they pushed the envelope. Like it was it was something to talk about. The 
I didn't like the, the shades of red and green. They were, you know, just they, they were kind of hurting my eyes a little bit. But I, I, I Sally, I'm with you. I think they kind of are going to tone it down a little, and it's going to get worse. Yeah. With Lindbergh, and well, that's he, what I'm concerned with, about. With like like all things with Hovland's fashion, it's going to get worse before it gets better, right? We, we, I we actually know thought Morikawa's shirt was worse. I thought like just awful, that. awful oranges, like yeah. tonal oranges, flowers. Take it away. No, thank you. I think all these guys are are very lucky that it's going to be a rain gear weekend. <laughs> That's true. It all up. The pullovers yeah. will save them. Yeah. Um, as long as we're talking about the top of the leaderboard here, I'd like to introduce a new segment here. That's uh, that's Solly Sustainability Corner, right? As we go check in <laughs> on uh, sustainable business models to see whose style of play it's uh, Green Week, <laughs> whose style of play is going to uh, is going to last through the week. Who do you think, if, without looking at any numbers here, who do you think? What the hell is this? <laughs> Truly, what the fuck is this? This is sick. I, you know, I love KPIs and best practices. Talk we're, to me. Solid. We're checking it on the sustainability model here. To I'll, I'll just quiz you guys. Who do you think? Who do you think's numbers are going to check out for sustainability, and who's going to say that? Hey, I don't know if that's lasting. Uh, I think that we talked about Cam Young, but I think a, a, another underrealized, uh, underrated story is Jason Day. He kind of came in as a, a favorite dark horse of a lot of people. A lot of chatter about Jason Day. He's been playing well. It would have been very easy for him to lay an egg. And I think his game also sets up well uh, for the weather. Um, I think he hits it high. He hits it straight. He, he seems like a mechanic when we talk about artist versus mechanic. And I think the mechanic is going to do well in, in tough conditions. Um, trying to keep the ball, just keep it, keep it in the fairway. And he's a great lag putter. He can make a ton of pars. I, I like him being what T was it T three? He's T four right now at five under four. Yeah. Um, I think the answer to your question is probably Cam Young. Looked looked probably pretty effortless, right? And and the distance is going to help. The T to green stuff is going to help. And he probably putted, you know, average or just below average, like he usually does. Uh, I think Rom is my you know most sustainable at the top of the leaderboard because he's John Rom. And I think Scotty is like, I know he's four back, but I think Scotty is like almost one of those like uh, phantom leaders right now, right? Yes. Where it's just like he burns so many lips. He hit it so well. He's the defending champ. He's the number one player in the world. Like he, he's obviously only going to keep rising. Second worst in putting today, Scotty Scheffler. He lost yeah. three and a half strokes he on played, the green. He didn't play good and he's... No, he played great. He played great. That's the really frustrating part. He he, putt well. he did not well, putt yeah, well. I guess that's what I mean. But it didn't looked like well. he was. It, yeah. it looked like he was having a tough day. He and he's still just he's he's loitering for sure. I feel like Hovland. I'm well, not. Can, I'm not sold. I think he's lingering. I think he's he he may take some steps backwards. We're gonna get I there think, here. Rom gained seven point nine eight strokes T to green today. Scheffler seven point eight eight. It was an insane ball striking round for Scotty, but he just could not make a fucking putt. Afterwards, he was saying like, "Dude, it didn't feel like a putt that bad. I burned a lot of edges. Like, it, it doesn't feel like he has a mental block or something going on with the greens right now, which is probably a good sign, right? It's not like he's searching for something right now. He got but. a little not chippy, but took took a little exception with. I like the, it. Uh, with yeah, Lee. you spent a lot of time on the putting green. He's like, no, I didn't. It's normal routine. <laughs> Finding these slant, dude. That's kind of that's probably because KVV was beating him up about that at the players. Like, oh, you were hitting all kinds of balls. They said so on TV. He's like, no, it wasn't. I hit like 10. balls for five minutes. <laughs> Bullshit. 
Um, I think he's might be a little like, where are you guys getting this shit from? Like, wh- why are you guys looking at me all the time now? I hate this. And Victor Hovland with his seven under par round led the field today in strokes game putting. So he yeah, made he some bombs. So sustainability models are not loving him at the moment. Brooks Kepka also hit the shit out of it. He gained over five. He led the field in strokes gain approach today. Um, that is something worth keeping an eye on. And he putted really well. Didn't really hit it that well off the tee or around the green uh, to get seven under out of that day. So any bogey 13. Yes. Yeah, I feel like uh, we've got a lot of what's uh you know we need to mention just I don't know when else he's gonna get in and the weather's gonna be shitty and he's already what four under Shane Lowry is a guy that like I think we've picked to play well here in years past he's I think he has played well here in years past obviously won a major before uh played a very 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 nice round of golf today and the conditions are gonna get shitty like I, I how is that not a guy that's gonna be yeah. around this weekend that was my dude I mean, last year a, we, we actually were in scotland and we were able to do lad yeah. brokes and all that stuff and i placed the wagers and yeah and i picked him DraftKings because he was playing such good golf leading in and i was ready to go with him again this year he's been playing terrible he's been playing yeah. awful golf leading up into this and i was uh surprised to see him uh kind of bounce back with that round today but this kind of this place kind of just board. does it to, does it to people they, they tend to find it here it's wild it is it is basically nothing but mechanics what's the at&t commercial what's salas's dad's name ramon ramon it's a it's just a leaderboard of ramones straight straight <laughs> down i mean of course i mean maybe not hovland but rom kepka young day lowry shoff shoffley i would say we're all all mechanics first artists what, would you agree with that uh i think rom might have a little more artistry than he probably gets credit for and i feel like he's he's a, like a, a machine like hit, you know, it's just. I think that, he just. I think he has all the flights. You know what I mean? Like I think that's yeah. part of why he's so good and why he hits it whole high everywhere. It's just he knows exactly exactly how to control his flight really well. Uh, why don't we check in on the on, on how things stand after round one? This segment's brought to you by our friends, the, our partners, the DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings offers nearly endless ways to get in on all the golf betting action. Be sure to check them out and get some skin in the game. Looking in at the odds sheet uh, after round one, I love following this stuff day to day, week to week, shot to shot. Even Cam Young, I think, was plus twenty eight hundred uh, leading up into the tournament and birdied the first two holes, birdied the first three holes, and I think he was plus eleven 1, hundred at that point. So we got John Rahm at plus three twenty to win, Scotty Scheffler plus four fifty, Brooks Kepka plus six fifty, Victor Hovland at plus nine ninety, uh, Jordan Spieth. This is small font. I don't know if I can see all this on my. There we go. Plus sixteen hundred, Cameron Young plus sixteen hundred, Finau eighteen hundred. Xander plus two thousand and Rory all the way at plus two thousand. What jumps out to you guys out, out of all that? I mean, I I just got done saying it, but I, I know he hasn't been playing well. But Shane, like you didn't even get down there. But Shane Shane Lowry plus thirty five hundred, plus thirty five hundred to win. I, I don't know. I, still, I think, I think Cameron Young like goes out and balls out and uh, still not really getting the respect. Doesn't have the history, right? You're, you know, guy like Brooks has been in the wilderness and he's getting a lot more respect. I, Hovland not getting a ton of respect with the odds. So looks like they, I, I would say the odds on Cam Young are really good. I think Cam Young looks nice, but I'm not veering from my pick. I'm still sticking with Scotty. I love well, which today. picks. Ollie, is it Rom to win all four majors or is it Scotty or I can't, or keep Rory, you're a huge Rory or, guy. or Rory. You're at the block party. You're Let's hanging just, out with us there. Like which, which I you want me to clarify know? or do you want, do you want to keep misrepresenting or do you want me to clarify? So I has got five cell phones on him at the, at the block party in case someone else calls, gets a better offer to go, go hang out with someone else. I got I roasted for bringing up the question of could, could John Rom win the grand slam? <laughs> Didn't pick him to win it, but I thought that was very interesting. 
interesting. Set the over under for him at one and a half majors for this year. Uh, but in the weeks leading up to this, and Scotty turned a corner. Away, if you're backing away from that, that's fine. You just need to say that now before he goes. Away I think it is worth. Like, I fucking told you guys. I'm never going to say. Gonna win the Grand Slam. I'm never going to say I told you he was going to win the Grand Slam. All I'm <laughs> saying is like, isn't that a possibility? And I got laughed at. Y'all laughed at me. Uh, it deserves. You know to what? Be you're at. you're right. We're we're one sixteenth of the way through, and it exactly. is still very much a possibility. It looks. It so, looks. So he's, at the, he's at the block party. He's like burgers. You guys serious? <laughs> you guys got anything I, else? Or? I mean, you didn't bring in Beyond Meats or anything like that? Like, what's what's the deal? <laughs> Cody, just, I assume this photo is, is probably housing many different phones. Is that what we're looking at? <laughs> this is the best that I could find on short notice. <laughs> yeah, okay. But this is what he's rocking. And it looks like he's got no sleeves on, which is of course. Fitting, fitting for his McAfee appearance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, anyways, clarifying, Scotty was clearly my pick going into it because he was playing outrageously good golf. But my heart is with Rory. That's not that difficult to my head, Scotty, heart with Rory. Like, come on, come on. Where's your body? Speeth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also, I, I picked JT not to win. And I thought JT had a really, really solid round of golf. He's down there at yeah, 200 plus 2,500. And he got off to a pretty... It was a very patient round of golf from JT, and he kind of built and built and built, and he finished strong, and I thought that was uh, better than we've seen from him at Augusta, and I've been critical of him this week, so I wanted to call that out. Yeah, that was a nice round of golf. And uh, tied with Cam Smith down there at 200, I believe, right? Which was interesting. He was maybe the definition of what we were talking about with Woody earlier, of just like, man, I don't know who this guy is. He's been playing on some other tour. I have no idea what's going on. I just heard the whispers. It was really fun, and shout out to the Masters uh, digital experience to be able to go through and just like mm. literally watch every shot of his round. And, you know, he he putted, I think, kind of well on ho- on the hole, but missed a couple short opportunities uh, for some birdies and and a couple, you know, short par looks and stuff. And he made a bomb on 18, too, he, which was a good a, a good finish for him. Kind of one of those rounds like could have gone either like could have gone either direction, right? Like a couple bad misses, really bad miss on 10. Um, a couple, couple squirrely ones. It could have been much better, could have been much worse kind of around. So typically like, you know, it's kind of, I guess what you expect from him, but you don't really know what you're going to get in the weather and the weird conditions and stuff. So continuing to monitor the, the Cam Smith situation. Uh, Jordan speed situation, three under par 69. I feel simultaneously great and simultaneously yes. horrible about it. Uh, well said. Sustainability were, models hate him right now. I mean, I know he's kind of penalized heavily for the you know the shot into the water on eleven, another one I mean, into the water on thirteen. But look at this picture is so good. It's amazing. I mean, oh. just Grella ready with the reload. Uh, it, I don't know. That was just that was vintage, not really vintage at the Masters, but kind of like <laughs> recency bias, vintage Spieth of just like man, we are all over the park, and he ekes out a three under. Like that's just world class scrambling it's it's tc's he's the best bad golfer of all time it's unbelievable and uh cody just put this image up on the screen but of the press conference the other day where jordan's talking about 13 and you know he said he says in here hey if i'm you know more than 210 front let's not even try it and this is exactly what we were talking about on the happy hour last night was like everybody said that coming in dustin johnson said he was going to lay up all four days all these guys say and then all of a sudden it's like well what What's the number 225? I mean, come on. I got that. Come on. I can hit that. And Spieth is in the fucking pine straw with what? 220? 225, I think. Something like that. And just couldn't have hit more in the middle of the creek. Not even close. A little wipey out to the right. And it's just uh, that's, you know, we touched on it briefly with 
with John, but like that's the that's the good stuff on thirteen, right? Is like it's almost psychological warfare now at at this point. Yeah, it's right. On, they brought it back right to that questionable zone. It's a gray area for sure, and I I I'm very happy with the uh, that being a big time decision heading into the weekend. I'm I'm I very much enjoyed how it played today. Um, there were a lot of really good shots off hanging lies. There was really good. Uh, Phil hit like a hybrid of some sort, um, you know, in, in, into that green. That was great. Max had a really good shot uh, off the hanging lie. Um, Sam Bennett hit a, a wood of some kind that yeah. landed and rolled right through. But it just feel, felt like it brought the elements right back into it. We talked about it some last night about how. It's still a different hole than like old school technology from the up tee just because there's not that element of like playing close to the creek and something like that. It's just like, dude, just hit a driver straight and maybe you'll have a chance of going for it. It's kind of dumbed it down still, but at the same time, it's better than modern technology from the up tee because that was just like sevens and eight irons in and now it is totally different. Rory had 195 in, couldn't make birdie for it. That's uh, just, again, adding to the disappointment of uh, of of. Wasted but I like then. it because they have these long irons in now. It's a harder shot. And even if you clear the creek, it's not a guaranteed birdie. No. Like those back bunkers blow, man. Like you don't, you know, and, and, or you have like a hundred foot lag putt, like Sam Burns three putted because yeah, he clears the creek and then he struggled on Honestly, like a five footer for par, he almost four putted 13. So right. it, it's, I, I like seeing these guys tested. I think Rom got away with one there too. He had a bit of a, uh, one arm finish kind of hanging lie. I think he smothered it a little bit and hit a like low hot one that, that got caught by that back bunker, but that could have just as easily flown, you know, 10 shorter and, and found the Creek too. Hey, can, um, Sally, can we, I'm, I'm Jones in for some lingering loitering. Hell yeah. You've been, you've been mixing it in as we go. I still don't know which know, one is like, which. I don't understand this game. Okay. So, so ling- the way it works please. is lingering is like, they're not a threat. They're, they're just hanging around the convenience store no but need to get like, the authorities involved. Yeah, but if you're if they're loitering, it's like the the guy on the cat. Like, man, he might do something. Like, I can't. I don't feel. I don't feel comfortable. This guy is a threat, and we need to 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 make a decision here about what we're gonna do. We're either gonna get the baseball bat out and do something ourselves to get him away from the cash register, or we're gonna have to call the authorities. So that's the game. Is he lingering or loitering? And let's just start. We'll start at the top of the leaderboard. Is Victor Hovland lingering or loitering? Lingering. I'm, I'm going to have to say lingering until, you know, he has no criminal record whatsoever. Uh, we have no reason to assume that he's going to keep this up for three more days. He usually kind of gets out, gets in, you know, maybe buys a candy bar and a, a Mountain Dew, and then he, he, he's on his way. So he's I'm, putting I'm from everywhere. He's, he's, yeah, he's <laughs> too fast to go to the putter off the green, which he doesn't to- have a, he doesn't have a weapon with him. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's just his hands. <laughs> The next guy is is the most loitering I think I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, John Rob. Yeah, he's he's got some bad, bad, very bad intentions. He's sitting, he's sitting in the car. The music is super, super loud. <laughs> you can tell he just called some of his buddies. Uh, there's there's probably some other people coming down. It's just it's it's he's gonna be there for a while. He is and I'd say Kep, Kepka's the same way. Kepka's like, oh man, he hadn't been around in a while, but I remember this guy. He was a problem. But that's the thing is the last couple times he's he's come around, we've run him off. Pretty easily, you know. We haven't really. He, he's been a lot of bark, not a lot of bite over the last couple of years. I know, it's, you know, some of that's injury, some of that's criminal record. Maybe he doesn't want to doesn't want to risk it. Uh, but I think he's right on the edge for me. DJ, you missed a layup. Rom Rom has a signature knife that he uses. <laughs> it's, his, it's his trademark. Carries around seat. He's got this the whole big knife Bowie case. knife. It's like crocodile Dundee shit. Um, I don't know what I do with Brooks. 
I, I truly could see it going either way. This, this is not a this is not a live joke, a fifty four hole joke. I like I I do need to see more than one round out of him before I have faith that he, that he'll stick around. I'm so I I think he's probably the player I'm most excited to watch over the next couple of days, right? Just because truly don't know how it's going to go, and I think he's the guy that like, you know, I, I think it's fun to kind of talk shit like, oh god, he doesn't care. He said she's so aloof. He just he, you know he treats everybody like shit. Blah 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 blah, and like you kind of want him to just step up and like put it back in your face, right? Like that's what made him so fun for so long. And that's why today it's just like, Oh my God, hats off, man. Advantage Brooks here. That is awesome. What a, what a fucking round of golf. I feel like he's a bit of a, uh, uh, microwave man too. Solly. So that's why I would say he's definitely loitering for me. Like when he gets it going, it's like he gets, Oh, I'm the fucking man. You can't stop me. And then when like, that's not there, it's like not there for a while. But but it right. hasn't been there for a while. It's been a I long know, time since feels like 2019. It, it feels mean. like it's uh, I don't know, a, 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 a contagious, a little like you know, it, it, like he, if he's got it, he's got it, right? It's not it's not a fleeting thing. I think so, it's, it's been fleet uh, majors last year. Like he kind of made some appearances, and it was like, oh, dude, how do we forget about Brooks? We did it again, and then he really did eject from him. So and that's he was what, still like very hurt though. That's true. Like recovering, I think the the one person True. of all the live guys who like uses this and it said time and time again of like take the littlest motivating factor and without having his game completely there can just use that to propel him to whatever it is. It's Brooks. He's clearly playing pretty good golf. You can say whatever you want about the crooked cat or whatever it's called. <laughs> like he seems like he's hitting the ball pretty good. I'm with you, Cody. I, I, approach I play was very, sick. Uh, it looked very real today. Very sustainable. Very think- easy. I think what's so awesome about it, though, from a like viewer's perspective, is that go watch that full swing episode. Like those thoughts are still in there, dormant. You don't just like mm. banish the. Eh, maybe I just am not the same guy I used to be. Thoughts, right? Like maybe sure. maybe you keep pushing them down and tamping them down and tamping them down, but like they're still in there somewhere. And that is like over the next fifty-four holes, shit weather, awesome leaderboard. Like I cannot wait. I legitimately like hope he does it. I hope he does come back and win another one because it's awesome, man. You like root for history and five majors is cooler than four majors. And like I'm I'm legitimately rooting to see it. I think it'd be phenomenal. Five majors is so many. And how so many. How sick is it? Think about like who I forget who even won the Masters last year. Who who won the Masters last year? Oh, Scott, <laughs> oh. Scotty Scheffler. That's right. Scotty yeah. Scheffler. That's right. That's right. right. That's right. Like yeah. that was literally a year ago that he uh was trying to pull that off. And here he is back in the mix. So I today Brooks, definitively today was loitering, right? I just yep. don't know what we're gonna get going forward. That that but that was not fake today. That was not band-aided together. That was really, really good shit. For Can't. sure. The second time that he's loitered this week because he did it on Sunday when he was checking in for that number 69. So maybe this is just his week. <laughs> I was going to say, there's if you think Brooks was not standing around that cart waiting until oh, number guys, 68 to check in. Check it out. I got it, man. <laughs> uh, guys, I think Cam Young is Javier Bardem from No Country for Old Men. Yeah, Cody, I, you need to call the police right now. Call like, it. With, just with get Cam Young somebody. But nobody just, well, what's this guy all about? He looks, actually, he looks. Call it. He looks fine, and he just walks in, and and he's got the air pressure thing, and he just he's putting it right between your eyes. Yeah, you know who also a, didn't have an electric threat. personality. That dude. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said earlier, it looks like one of the farmhands. Farmhands from uh, the Yellowstone Farm on yeah. Yellowstone, <laughs> which is perfect. We're gonna take you to the train tracks, man. Like, you want to go down to the station? I'll fucking do it. Real quick on Kepka, just to li- listen off. Modern day four time major winners are Bobby Locke. Raymond Floyd, Ernie Els, Rory, and Kepka. 
and modern day five time major winners. Uh, Byron Nelson is pre World War II, but uh, Peter Thompson and Seve, those are the only two modern day five time major winners. Obviously, there's Phil with six and Faldo with six, Trevino with six, but. That's freaking outrageous, outrageous company. Uh, God, it's good to have some five. villains back too, man. It just, it spices it up, you know, instead of everybody being buddies, like just throwing a bully in there. I'm, I'm, I'm all, it's good for the, good for the viewer, good for the drama. Like I'm not rooting for Brooks, but I'm happy he's, he's involved. Well, on that note, what's the, what's the best uh, mano a mano matchup on this? I would love board? to see Rom Kepka. Yeah. yeah. Like, God, that is like, marvel movie shit right like that's good stuff right there the, the butch it's like gangs in new york it's the butcher versus uh what the guy the the sheriff remember the sheriff with the with the um the wooden club and he like mark that's brooks man what that's if it truly was like uh like the episode of full swing with with brooks and scotty at the end and brooks is just like i just i don't go understand it man how's he so good <laughs> I was gonna say, dude, like even right now, sleeping on Scheffler a little bit. Like I think we're, you know, we we could be, we could be the 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 Rom Scheffler duel that we kind of were hoping for leading into this uh, could definitely be taking shape. Can we talk the Morikawa incident today? This was hold this- on, but, but I want to push back on that because I think the more it, it for me, the more entertaining duel would be Rom Kepka, like then Scheffler Rom, or I mean, I guess Scheffler. I, I kind of like having Kepka as the yin and yang there, like I the, having this. Whether it's I think, you want to call I think it the, the three-headed stuff. monster yeah. is is the dream like the dream scenario. Rom, Scheffler, and Kepka coming down the stretch is is I think as good as it can get. On, like I kind of had Cam Smith pegged as that guy, but you know Kepka is that's a fine replacement for me. Of just yes, man, give me somebody that's like oh think, he's coming to wreck the party. Yeah, I think Brooks is like more interesting, and a lot of that is is full swing stuff. Yeah, right. I mean, I think Cam is an unbelievable player who I love, 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 love watching play golf, but I don't think like you're not getting all the other stuff with cam i mean i think he plays golf and he hangs out and fishes and drinks coffee and kind of gets along with everybody do you guys know anywhere where i can place a bet for xander shoffley to finish exactly t4 like not solo fourth not tied fit he's going to finish in a tie for fourth place at the end of the week i could not be more confident in that but uh more is involved in this he is three under par he is a two-time major winner we don't probably don't talk about him enough coming into major championships and there we you know, we tend not to, but uh, video was surfacing on there that uh, was was heavily laced in language, and it got me. I got to admit, uh, saying that uh, pretty sure Morikawa just cheated. There's a clip of him. Uh, all, the only part the clip showed was him picking up his ball, moving it closer to the hole, then putting his mark behind it, uh, and then picking the ball up. It basically just looked like he moved his ball six inches closer to the hole. I saw the clip and I was like, what the hell, dude? What just happened? What's possibly the explanation? Went back and watched it on the incrediblemasters.com feed, which is so sick. As soon as you guys start talking about a shot today, I can click on a player's name and be like, oh yeah, I missed that shot. I'm going to go back and watch it. It's fucking incredible. Go back to watch this and he lines up to sit to, to hit a putt and his ball starts rolling backwards. So he stands up. Everyone's watching him like he's ready to hit the shot. He's not doing it sneakily. The ball rolls six inches backwards or whatnot. He says to the group, like, the ball just moved, so he picks it up and moves it back to the original spot. So a lot of people talking about that, but just want to clarify uh, that is exactly what happened with that, and the video evidence checks out. So Ali got got. A little bit. I think we all got got a little bit. Got got. It, I mean, yeah, the, the video online looked a little sketchy, but out of context. It was also so fucking outrageous that it's like, okay, there's... Yeah, like, what is going on here? for a long time. Like, there's got to be a little more to it than yeah. this. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not jumping on the grenade right away here. Um, Will's out Taurus WD before the round. Unfortunate. Um, hate seeing that. Tough for your models, Solly. 
It was I know tough. He was a big, uh, along with Rom winning the the Grand Slam, <laughs> being at the block party, and Scheffler. I know you were big on Willie Z. I had a small and Mr. Nicholas. Play. I think you played some bet on Mr. <laughs> Nicholas this week too, as well as Cam Champ. Don't forget that. And, yes. What course, did I place on Cam Champ? I threw a little nugget. You were, like, no, just you were say, throwing a little cover, just a, you know, a little, little cover fire there. over there. Just oh, he's you know T twelve. Well, watch out for him. It didn't go well for Cam Champ <laughs> this week. Kevin also didn't go well for Kevin Na. He did not look good. Uh, looked like he was quite under the weather. He withdrew after nine holes. Um, again, no word if he's sticking around for the celebration for Kepka's win on Sunday. <laughs> Can I say one I'd thing like about Morikawa um, before yeah. we, before we move off that? I saw a shot that he hit during the players when the conditions got really, really, really bad at the players on on Friday, I think last year, and it was like a this like really squirrely three wood out of like some wet rough, and I just I can't ever unsee that shot as far as just like how bad it was as soon as the conditions ramped up and for the, for that reason i am out i'm, I'm out. Not going forward i was going to say the dome golfer is going to get vaporized trod suggested that he should preemptively wd to save himself a lot of uh, a lot of headache over the next couple of days but I, I don't i won't go that far but uh I, i'm not buying i'm selling i think he's loitering i think he's just here to get a diet coke and he's gonna be moving on guys i, I need to ask uh sam bennett Absolutely stunting on Gordon yeah. Sargent, if I may say. No Lingering doubt. or loitering? Dude, bogey free? I mean, I don't know. Dabo. Lingering or loitering? Dabo. I mean, he is. God, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to unsee that either. Uh, that's a bit like the Morikawa 3, what I was talking about. <laughs> uh, step it up, dude, in your, your master's debut, playing with the number one player in the world, defending champion, and just going out and making 12 straight pars to finish and shooting 68 and tying Scotty Scheffler. I mean, that's incredible stuff. I mean, I, I, you know, if you're going to press me to sound like a jerk, Neil, like, am I buying or selling? Like lingering, probably not, probably not buying, but unbelievable round that, that deserves an immense, immense amount of praise. I don't know, man. I might be buying. I, I feel like that was sustainable golf. I mean, dream, Dream scenario for him, and set. And unfortunately, he probably sets up for a, a vaporization niche. But uh, I got to give him a ton of credit, man. That was a really good round of golf. They showed a lot of his golf shots. I wish he'd pull the trigger a little quicker. Sure. Uh, when he steps up to the ball, there's there's a little bit too much regripping and and uh, and stuff going on over the ball. But I I, I like his move, and I. Can God, I? I mean, just can I? Before some, you got be, some stones. Before you finish the take, I was gonna try to bail you out, but like, just a reminder of what's coming with weather, and it's gonna be sure. a whole different ball game to to hold that together. I I got to say I got a good thrill out of watching him walk off the 18th green with a huge ass smile on his face of like it's kind of like a do whatever happens going forward. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is a picture of him walking <laughs> off the 18th green actually right now. Uh, you know, whatever happens going forward, he'll have that memory forever. He shot 68 in the opening round of the Masters playing with Scotty Scheffler. And that that was sweet. So, well, let me put it this way. I don't think this is going to be his last Masters. That that's kind of what I'm saying with buying. Like, am I buying him to yeah. win this tournament? Absolutely not. But am I buying him of like, yo, I think this guy's going to be around for the next five, 10, 15 years? I do. I think he he looks like he's got a lot of game and he's not scared. And and that uh, that's cool to see from an amateur. Sam Burns shot four under today as well. Justin Rose three under. Uh, t- big tone three, a sneaky little three under par there. Not a lot of people talking about that. So uh, it's Justin- got. Justin Rose is the ultimate. Like, if you're if you're doing one of those Masters pools with like For Group sure. A, Group B, group, like, just I hope man. everybody hammered Justin Rose. Yeah. Um, 
Scott Stallings absolutely stunted on Watson. Yeah. Uh, Watson had predicted for an 84. <laughs> uh, he shot 70 today. So God, that uh, was awesome. I agree. Mr. Watson that. getting back down. So um, I guess we can't. What what should we call the IBM? It can't be Mr. Watson because Tom Watson's hitting the ceremonial tee shot now. Is it like? Hmm. I don't think maybe it's yeah, Mrs. Dr. Watson. Watson. I don't know if we can assume it's a it's a male. Why would you assume it's a male? Uh, that, well, doctor, doctor would be a good way to put it. Then. Doctor Watson, Professor go. Watson, Professor Watson, potentially. Got, was the, was the Sherlock Holmes guy professor? I think he his, was a doctor. His his partner though, you know, uh, elementary think, Watson. We'll have to no, look I into think, that. Well, I think the IBM named Watson after Sherlock Holmes's partner, and I really? think it was Doctor Watson. I, I oh, believe that's, that's where it came from. All right, we'll look into that. Uh, curveball thrown to us by uh, ESPN today. Did not expect to see this coming. Uh, if you flash back to the waste management, uh, Rory was asked about the players being mic'd up, and he's like, "Yeah, it might might take some convincing for me." And uh, Rory just said, "All right, I'll do it." At the fucking Masters, I guess. Uh, walking up the ninth hole, Rory got mic'd up and talked about his round. And um, I did, I did like where his headspace was at. Just saying, like, "Yeah, it's a tough start, but a lot of golf left." And I was like, "Okay, you're right. Don't overreact." Like. I felt like that was guided directly at me, but man, I was not expecting a walk and talk with Rory coming up the ninth uh, fairway at Augusta National and then up the 14th hole with Max Homa. Uh, just another added layer to golf coverage for the best golf coverage that we see all year. And, and I don't think it's, you know, causation correlation. Uh, you know, I think the second nine is just easier, uh, but you know, they, they both seem to kind of settle down and actually like play a little bit better afterwards. I think it probably helped a little bit with Rory specifically, like get him out of his own head a little bit. Um, almost reminds me of when he started to have to, you know, do press conferences and just always be on the mic. He, it seems like he plays better when he's, you know, out almost outside of himself talking to talking to the world. And so that was awesome. It was one of the few times I've been like, yo, no, 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 don't do this. Don't do the entertainment thing. Just focus on your golf. Like, I love this it, man. week. I, I loved hearing, I don't know. I, I loved hearing like breaking down like legitimate shots in the Masters as they're hitting them. I'm like, oh my God, put that, that is like heroin. Give me all that. You, you didn't feel the same way? Oh, I did. I did. Yeah. I'm just like, for, for uh, Rory's sake of like trying yeah. to win the Masters, I was just like, dude, no, 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 bro. <laughs> this I, uh, I had a buddy, Andrew Chapman, who tweeted something that just like really made me laugh that the whole time I felt like I was looking around like, are, are we allowed to do this? Like, are we <laughs> are we going to get in trouble here? Like, uh, is, uh, somebody's, somebody's going to be, you're, somebody's not supposed to be doing this. If Kepka's caddy and, and Woodland's caddy are allowed to do what they're allowed to do in 15 fairway, then apparently anything's allowed. When do you think, I, I don't, and correct me if I'm wrong, it hasn't happened yet. Someone been mic'd up and they've had an awful hole. I don't think it's happened. It I don't hasn't think happened. So. And I, and I, it's going to happen at some point. <laughs> For sure. It hasn't happened yet, but it's going to be a situation. And that's that's compelling. If we're going to be a little fair and balanced, we got to get better audio, man. If, if we're going to have a camera that close to Rory, like, why don't you just like boom mic him? Yeah. Like I think I know boom they're trying him, to do the yeah. big like 360 camera swing and maybe they're doing that for a reason, but I don't know. Like you, you watch like, I know it's different because they're putting like a lav mic on the, on the players, but like you watch Sunday night baseball and it sounds like they're on one of these microphones during the fucking game. Yeah. And these are like, it sounds like it's literally just like patching a cell phone call into the booth and it, it's you're, you're missing a lot. So that would be my only, I mean, we have wireless clip on lav mics. Yeah. It's not a difficult thing to find out. But I would say this first time I think I've seen it uh, this year where somebody hit a shot in competition still with the piece in Max's putt. Yeah. What do you guys think? They, was, the CBS I'm ones, so they have, have been that way. The NBC ones have been where they take it out. 
But all the CBS ones, they've kept them in f- through the golf shots, which was yeah. Like, I think that's the best part. I would like to make that standardized. That's that's the best part of the whole thing. Yeah. Is Max's you know, as really long good. as they're not being distracted by it, I think it's awesome. Just a little detail of Max being like, oh, I think that's you know, I'm not going to aim point this, but that's probably six or seven percent right yeah. there. Um, and just like, dude, but one of the top five players in the world going to his caddy, like, is it downhill the whole way? I was just like, dude. Like it, it blows my mind. I know he like can really trust Joe Griner, and Joe's an incredible player and an incredible caddy. But it still blows my mind that he you know you have to bounce that something like that off of off of a caddy. That was uh, some some great insight. They like wasn't even you know the walk and talk parts are fine, but like the little stuff of just them talking is what really really elevates it for me. Great eagle we for know, Max on fifteen. This, some crystal. Yeah, frame. we know this editing like our videos and stuff. Sometimes you're just you're just talking to yourself. True. You're just like oh yeah, just mumbling crap. That means nothing. Oh, yeah. Saying some when you, horrible, horrible things to yourself. Yeah, and when you go back and like we twenty review, review the footage, you're like, what? What is this guy doing? Going 20, to the bathroom. Twenty twenty five nest gift is going to be a a uh, custom CD of all of <laughs> all of Neil's uh, you know self talk from, from down, all the down. things that we've shot. Fuck, fucking dinky, Fuck. stinky. <laughs> so, don't deserve to play the game. <laughs> fucking trash. <laughs> Um, I got to give a shout out for Scott. If you guys were looking for shots, maybe I know we didn't really organize this. If you guys have anything that comes to mind, but, uh, for the listener's sake for, for, if you want to go to your masters.com app or your master's app to go find some shots that are worth watching, I would say, uh, Scotty Shuffler's pitch from behind the 15th green, uh, for Eagle off, you know, he's pitching off an upslope, but landing it on the downslope. Uh, everything's sloping to, towards the water, la- flies it well onto the green and holds, holds the downslope with spin. Uh, converted that into an easy birdie. That was a shot that sent some some feelings through me. On the other end of the spectrum, Tom Kim going into the water from the bunker uh, from right of the, of the 15th green was also quite sick to show. Uh, that'll give you extra perspective on how good Scotty Shuffler's shot was uh, from behind 15. But um, I think for me, the, we mentioned the driver off the deck on eight that Phil hit his second shot. I would also, I mean, this is just uh, a total curveball, but uh, Neil, I think we both took great delight in uh, Jordan's tee shot on 17 was one of the foremost cops balls I think we've ever seen in competition. Yes, Get on the ground! Get on the ground! <laughs> I mean, he's yeah, he is chasing, he's trying to tase that thing on the way, on the way, and, then he, and it did, it did. It's, it stopped resisting, which was cool to see. Uh, but, you know, no, I think the best one I saw all day was Spee's tee shot on five. Oh God! Oh, I was watching the feature group coverage. It was, I mean, among the worst we've ever seen. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and fire that up now. It was like a like the the snipiest hook uh, ever. Quick point, wayward drive point. Like I, I don't know. I don't even know what's. Most of the time, those guys just hit it in the bunker up there. I don't even know what's down there. We'll see how good Cody is because I'm gonna get him a screenshot here of this very shortly. Uh, no, yeah, the. That's uh, not- they don't have it on the on the hole by hole. They don't have the shot tracer on it, but it did not go very far. It was not not good. Um, I I I want to talk about this guy, but didn't really give us much in memories today or much to kind of go off of. Bryson just total dud performance, just two over par, doubled the first hole. Uh, he made an eagle, he made eagle fifteen on the back nine, was it? Um, to make his round look a lot prettier. But I I I just just sad. I just want to see him involved. I want to see him in the mix. I, I watched him play number one. Uh, it was, you know, as you guys probably saw, back flag, maybe, I don't know, three paces off the back. And just a complete Icarito ball, like, lands on the back fringe, bounces so far over the green to a spot where, you know, the, they can't even, like, catch him with the TV tower. 
and I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's got it. I think we're, <laughs> I think we're good. We're gonna take him off the watch list, and uh, I think we'll we'll go follow some other people. Yeah, um, a lot of par. I mean, he clearly steadied the ship after that. Like, made a lot of pars, but obviously, you know, I'm not gonna beat him up for the par 67 thing. I think I actually do uh, know what he was saying, and I don't think he was like that far off. But uh, you know, he's got to be beating up those par fives, and he's got to got to be doing a little better than that many boring pars is uh is kepka successfully obfuscating the the image of how poor the rest of the live guys did today i mean he's the only one in the top 15 i know there's a lot of golf left a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot of golf i mean left. i'd say a couple guys in that mid tier right Sam smith and and Patrick Green played pretty well joaquin was one under dustin was one under gooch is even i mean i guess these are you know we're talking about from a rory perspective they were like catastrophes but Abe answer, Harold Varner, all at an egg, all at one even. Under. Hashtag Coke rack, you know, one over. Uh, Sergio Peters, Charles Bryson, Mito, all seventy four T forty five. Louis, yeah, Bubba. I don't, I don't know. It just, I don't know what I was expecting from those guys though. Eh. Like I think the guys who you're expecting something from are Cam, DJ, DJ. Neiman, I mean, Brooks, Patrick Reed, and Brooks, of course. Yeah. yeah. Beyond uh, that, are you really expecting much for? I mean, not to be. No, but I mean, I don't know. Just, just worth noting. That's yeah. what that was worth noting. Uh, anything else you guys have? I got to pace know. myself a little bit. Yeah. On the uh, masters.com stuff, I had I had too many streams going. <laughs> couldn't focus on anything. I kind of, you know, if you have five streams, do you have any situation? Um, What's your strategy? I was really happy when the telecast came on, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna you take it, clear the mechanism, and we're gonna just you guys tell me what to watch. That that helped me a lot. I've seen behind the curtain. Once you see like the feature group stuff, you can't. I can't wait on the broadcast any longer. I mean, they just well, that kind of messed me up too. Where it's like I kind of want to watch it like with the rest of the world a little bit, but you're seeing it like 15 seconds later sometimes. So. Um, I feel like the featured groups kind of mixing up, you know, once they get multiple featured groups going into one one stream, it's kind of feels like watching the broadcast. Well, I no, I'm saying I got to watch the feature group feed because the broadcast oh, falls right. behind with commercials yeah. and then the walk and talk set them back like 5 minutes and it's uh I need to I need to ride like the speed journey like it. simultaneously. I cannot DVR the speed journey. I need to know second by second how all that goes, but uh dude, it was like one of the more enjoyable, fast, fast-paced golf watching days I can remember. I mean, it really does feel that different to have all these dudes back together. My starred list on Masters.com of dudes that I'm seriously tracking uh, how they're doing in this tournament just con- somehow continues to grow. Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a pig in shit this week. I absolutely love today. I hope we don't get too many delays because I'm I'm just taking I am. Bonging this golf tournament right now. Multiple bongs. Uh, <laughs> I'm at the block party just straight beer bonging. <laughs> beer bonging this golf tournament. It's Funneling, shit. whatever the kids say these days. Uh, I think last thing for me, I, I'm not going to call it a, a successful round by, by any means. He is a top five player in the world now. We need Max to play better in majors. But I thought he showed a lot of grit, uh, especially post post being mic'd up to to get that in the house at one under i think old max shoots 75 yep. shoots 74 something like that today and to get it in at 71 i thought was very very impressive and i'm going to turn your guys uh you know i'm not going to quite ben crenshaw but I'll, I'll turn your memories back to that event at tpc potomac when the weather just got absolutely horrible 
and Max was the fucking dude. And I think he's stayed extremely patient. He stayed in his process. He wasn't afraid or embarrassed to just bunt things out there at 55% with the driver. I mean, I think he's, he's, uh, I think he'll hang mentally. Whereas I think a lot of these other guys will fall off. So I expect I'm buying Max. I think he's going to keep rising. We did kind of forget to talk about Tiger Woods somehow, but, um, that's wild. It is wild. That is. I mean, I not, didn't, you know, not great. Like not that terrible. shot from the bunker on 18. It d- doesn't look like he feels great. Yeah. I think it's going to be a tough weekend for our dude. If there is a weekend, a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Or even tomorrow. Even. Yeah. I mean, if With he doesn't the get out of the golf course till Saturday, like, I don't, I don't think I'm buying the cat any further. It, you know, what do you, <laughs> as a guy who very easily could have had his leg amputated. And again, I think today stuff like, like stuff like today just illustrates further how fucking insane it was, how well he played last year. It's insane. <laughs> like, so silly. And listen, if he hangs around and plays great, awesome. But if I think this is very understandable golf for a guy that doesn't yeah. barely play any competitive golf and has a lot of physical limitations. And, you know, this is anything better than this is going to be like the exception to the rule, which is totally fine. Yeah. This makes more sense than last year does, really. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of more of what I was expecting out of last year. But um, biggest disappointment of the day? I mean, just the straight up shit the bed. I mean, none of the big names totally shit the bed. Uh, today but i'm hard i mean look uh, seriously of my starred names rory is second to last uh yeah. above bryson so i, I think it's rory no doubt I, I don't think it's over over but i think no. he's far and away the biggest disappointment i mean today was the day to get it how far back yeah is i was too saying if we after that birdie on 15 i was like man if we can get it to two under we're we're looking good and then that bogey on that bogey on 17 was just really tough i know yeah. i've said that already like five times yeah. but that one hurt I'm gonna I'm gonna put how far back is too far back at one over just to keep Rory in just it. Keep I was gonna say even. You think is out. So you're saying Rory's out. Wow. Oh no, no. Well, I, card I is meant, canceled. Like, anything, I meant anything. If you're even par, yeah, like, we're at the you're same still page. in this. Yeah. yeah, okay. Plus one. Yeah, I don't see anyone at plus two that I think can win this tournament. I just I'm DJ, I'm with you. You said it earlier. I think with this weather, it's gonna get weird. Yeah. Like it might I think people are gonna you know when you're You've been on a trip and it's pouring. It just sucks, and people are going to have bad attitudes. I, I don't think it's like this isn't. Uh, it's going to get weird. Which I'm, I, I'm here I, for I, it. I know we always joke about the you know the rom he's working on his attitude stuff, but like that'll be a factor this week. Can you stay completely locked into the moment? I I don't know that we've seen that from Hovland necessarily. I think Brooks maybe maybe not. I truly it's a coin flip. I don't know what we're going to see from him as far as like attitude and grit and staying locked in or not cam young is a question mark jason day i you know i wish tron was here uh he could imagine what he would probably say about jason day and the conditions i think shane lowry's gonna hang around xander i think i'll hang around and i you know i think scotty will hang around uh everybody's hanging other, around other than that it's kind of just like random kind of coin flips as far as like somebody who might catch lightning in a bottle or catch a good window or or whatever um I, I don't have a single memory of this guy for for today, and I'm trying to find what he shot today. Patrick Cantley, what did he shoot? I think even. Even. T26? Okay. Not quite it still, but I feel good about my my two picks not to win. Randy's got a lot of uh, a lot of irons in the fire. They, they could uh, come back to bite him a little bit. He's gonna Cantley was one under, sorry. One under. Uh, okay. Yeah, who was uh, – Randy 18. didn't in- include Rom in there, did he? 
I think he did. Oh, he definitely did. <laughs> that was stupid. Right? He had to have. Randy's picks to not win were Rory, Xander, Rom, Hofland, Cantley, <laughs> JT, Kim Smith, Bryson, uh, Brooks, Fleetwood, Finau, and of course, Ricky. Those were his picks not to win. I mean, be a bit of a overall, though, good. guys, I mean, it is a really good leaderboard. Oh, it's awesome. awesome. You know, it's a lot, lot going on up there. I'm excited. Uh, I don't know if this is accurate. Sam Ackerman is saying IBM predicts uh, Brooks 79 tomorrow at a 69% confidence rate. <laughs> I don't know if that's accurate or not, but that's uh, a, a funny comment. Dr. Watts is going to lose her license. Where do you find the Watson stuff? I, I don't see that when I go. It, it was on there before the first round started. I don't know if they do it for every round. Cody? Yeah, I, I, I can't find it now. I don't okay. know what they're doing. Maybe maybe it's still working. Uh, the AI is still, still churning it out for round two, but... TC, of course, sent us over the weather models. I don't know. He's not supposed to, to be these sharing these screenshots out of his proprietary app. He's going well, to get he's going to get kicked course, out of the club. Uh, it looks pretty bleak, man. The wind looks really yeah. bad. Oh my the, god! Uh, early wave has definitely an advantage. So if you're not if you're not looking at this on the screen, basically up until one o'clock, you know, almost no wind, probably some drizzle, about seventy degrees. After one o'clock, the wind picks up to fifteen, gusting up to thirty one. And temperatures by what they'll finish about seven, drop down to forty-eight. Here comes the drizzle. <laughs> like tomorrow afternoon is going to suck oh my for these guys. God, that's so much win. Appointment viewing for me. Yes. Good stuff. I hope they get oh, it yes. in, man. That would be awesome. That's gonna like be cold as Saturday shit Saturday. <laughs> it's bad. Uh, this is Saturday now. Yeah, into Saturday morning. Yeah, I mean it's by one o'clock Saturday morning. Uh, half an inch of rain between one o'clock and two o'clock or three o'clock, something like that. Um, could be not fun. It could be like the not fun weather, right? Rain sucks. I, yeah, but I think the thing is like when the leaderboard is this good, it, it's going to be fun no matter what happens. Yeah, like if they if they can play, if they can play, which it doesn't look like yes. it's going to rain like enough to yeah stop play. Right? Just no, I mean, we just don't want lightning. Yeah, exactly. I don't see any lightning emojis on there. You know, this is not meteorological meteorological advice, but it didn't lightning storms at the players last year, and they just definitely couldn't play in that. So That's I don't true. know. We'll see. Let them play. Solly, speaking of fun, did you have any fun today? I had a little fun today. We uh, went on the Pat McAfee show uh, earlier today, kind of a, a last minute invite. I thought it was like a ten minute hit. It was like forty minutes, um, but we <laughs> no, had a lot was of fun. A one giant line of cocaine, man. <laughs> Those guys are just all energy. I was I out was of breath out watching. watching. I was, yeah. Uh, yeah, very thrilled to talk to some fellow Mountaineers. I didn't go to West Virginia, but I'm a West Virginia fan. But uh, Pac-Man being in there, I did get, Neil made me request that Pac-Man make a trap draw uh, visit, and I did get, I did squeeze that in. I mean, um, we've said that, no bullshit. We've said that for, yes. you know, six years now. Pac-Man. Like, the ultimate, the ultimate trap draw was, guess would be he Pac-Man. Was, he was pretty, pretty, he kind of punched back on your live takes and I, I wanted to say yo pac-man like they don't play real golf over there like that's, that's right. reggie's tour yeah <laughs> you you of all people should know they, they're, they're played not real playing golf, real golf today, reggie. uh he was a big fan of the mules he wanted the mules to get paid just for showing up at pga tour events which uh, was, was pac-man an nfl mule no, no he I was an nfl so. mercenary yeah yeah so that's where I could see him lining up with Liv pretty and, good. And mercenaries right. get paid. That's part about this picture you've seen on screen, which is of my my office watching the, the McAfee show on, on the TV, is a, a million people zoomed in on my Slack, our Slack channels. <laughs> people people loving the organization we've got. Very <laughs> curious what inspiration ish, what's what's in there, Deej. Mm-hmm. NLU bullshit. People trying to get added to the NLU bullshit thread. Uh, Cody, I'm sorry. Fun. That was not – I wasn't keeping that my was info me. 
spectate there. Thank you. Uh, but I, I did make sure before I took that picture, I was like, uh, no, no, there's nothing on here that, that I'm, I'm going to regret. So got to be conscious with those screenshots. I know. I was a little nervous when I saw that one, but uh, I was afraid there was an anti-Rory. I was, I was aware. An anti-Rory uh, message from me. I was like, that was, I said that in private, guys. Ooh, good good quote uh, from, from Rory. You guys seeing this? Porter mm-hmm. just tweeted this out. Question, who would be the player you would want to see? Uh, this is about the walk-in talks. Who would be the player you'd want to see most who hasn't done it yet? Rory McIlroy. Tiger. There's only one answer there. Follow-up question. What are the chances of that happening? Rory. Zero. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. Uh, Uh, Sorry. Question coming in on the thread here. Thoughts on my TV there in that picture. Does that... How many inches is it? uh, I'm not sure, but I think... Length or width? What, what what's your preference? Girth? No, you know they measure the TVs by diagonals. Exactly. Oh, I didn't didn't know that till recently. I think I think this TVs 50. always show up small in pictures. I'll I'll say that. But I did tell you guys. I feel like I should update the audience as well. Um, <laughs> I forgot about this. This, this did this not really get the stuff. the proper run. This. Uh, so I, I moved houses this past week, and uh, there's a, a moving crew that was moving us from one house to the other, and a bunch of nice gentlemen that were helping, but two of the guys really did not speak much English at all. And, uh, you know, there's a bunch of stuff that's wrapped up. I'm kind of directing traffic in the garage. Somebody's coming off the truck, um, you know, going to a different part of the house, and he's got something that he's carrying in a blanket. I don't know what it is. And I'm, not, I'm telling you, this dude did not speak more than five words of English. He understood upstairs and downstairs. Uh, he didn't say anything else in English all day. And I was like, oh, yeah, wh- what is that? And uh, he's carrying it up. He goes, small TV. <laughs> was, no, no, I'm fine. Small TV. <laughs> it was my 42-inch TV that uh, we were looking for a uh, for a home for. And I was like, okay, maybe that is a really small TV. <laughs> God, that's good stuff. Uh, so, all right. I think that's it for tonight's show. Thanks to John Wood. Thanks to KVV. We're going to have more guests. Uh, we might have to really vamp tomorrow if there's delays or, you know, through the rest of this week. We'll figure it out. We're going to be here live all week. Thanks you, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks to High Noon. Thanks to Athletic Greens. Thank you to DraftKings. And we greatly appreciate uh, all of the interaction. It has been a lot of fun. So we'll see you back here tomorrow night. Thank you, Cody. Peace out, everyone. Cheers. Cody, that's a sick hat. Thank you. I've been there. I don't know if you know that or not. <laughs>